Hola amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I'm so excited to have you here about my girlfriend, Erica, Erica Lizette Cardenas. What an amazing soul. I had just a beautiful conversation with you, with her on this episode. And so Erica is a first-generation daughter of Mexican parents who immigrated to the United States in the 1960s. She was born in Hollywood, California, and at the age of nine, her family moved to the Valley. She has worked with Farmers Insurance for the past 22 years, in which she has helped establish an insurance agency for 16 years through a partnership. She is now the proud sole owner of a thriving Farmers Insurance Agency in Westlake Village, California. She's very excited and motivated to expand and collectively build more opportunities within her agency. She enjoys spending time with her friends and family. She loves nature, animals, music, and personal connection. And so without further ado, this is Erica Lizette Cardenas. Please, please, please uh, tell us all about you. Welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. No, I am honestly, truly grateful, Jackie, for you having me be part of Omega Handle Your Shit, because <laughs> those are the words that literally I've been telling myself along with handle it, go for it. You got this. It's like these words that are affirming just positive reinforcement, because we have to remind ourselves of that. So when I saw that you started this, I was like, I'm all over this. <laughs> and so thank you so much for having me now be part of, of this and sharing my journey. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank yeah, you so, so much. What an honor. What an honor, for sure. Yeah. So I'll give you a little bit of background of myself. My family is from Mexico, Guadalajara, Jalisco. And my parents came out here in the 1960s. My older brother and a younger sister and we were born uh, in Hollywood, California, but we were raised in Glendale. So I'm more into the Valley area. Currently now, 
North Hollywood, Burbank area, Agora Hills. I've been all, all over the valley. <laughs> I've actually also lived in Downey, where close to Bellflower. I lived in Vegas. So I've moved quite often and I met a lot of people along the way. But my journey never started with the plan to be an insurance. You know, I grew up in a household where my mom had a licensed daycare center. So there was always kids in my house. I grew up that must have, kid, basically. That must have been crazy. That must have been crazy. From like 6 in the morning to like 6 p.m. and on, there was always kids in the house. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. I mean, I love my kid to death. I love my nephews to death. But to have them all day with more kids? <laughs> mm-hmm. So routine was key for sure. I learned just the joy of working with kids so I just thought that because I just did it so naturally uh, that's what I was going to get into so I was going to be a teacher I had like a list of resume of you know activities that I did I was a children's literacy leader with AmeriCorps program to tell me a story I was a teacher's assistant I was like 22 so I would go read a story at Borders dress up like either a character or do arts and crafts and then head to the mall and buy myself an outfit for the weekend <laughs> oh, oh my god um, yeah, I was um, a Parks and Rec drama special. So my focus was solely education, you know, and literacy for the most part. But then I would say two and a half years into college, I was introduced to a pharmacy agent. And so that's when that door opened. And little did I know that 22 years later, I'd be in insurance. But I remember working for him as a CSR, customer service rep. And he brought me into his office and he was like, you know, let's talk about your five-year goal, you know, plan and, you know, the opportunities that he would have for me within his agency. And I always remember like sitting in front of him in his office and I was like, I'm going to be where you're at. I'm going to be an agency owner. And I was like 22, 23 years old. And I just said that because I just felt so like confident. I was pretty confident in what I did. And I think that in itself Sometimes you don't feel you're confident, but you prove yourself along the way, you know, and you build that. So sure enough, here I am as an agency owner. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's talk about this agency ownership. Like, how does that all work out? Because I know you work, the farmer's insurance is huge. So is, you know, walk me through because I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I know law. I don't know insurance. <laughs> so I'm sure right, there's a right, lot of amigas right. out there that, that aren't aware of, like, the differences in different agents and what they specialize in. And then if you could segue and tell us, like, what is your specialty? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, there's there's independent agents. There's brokers. You know, it's it's identified a little different and the setup is different within the agency, but that's a little technical, right? For me, it was the being able to be independent with farmers where I had direct access at all times. I can pick up my phone. I can pick up my computer wherever I was, log in and help someone out. As a broker, it was a little harder to do that because you become like a third party. So you have to be able to, you know, bring in the application and you know, it's a little bit more indirect for me. And so I knew that this was the right setup for me. And I believe in the product, you know, insurance for me was offering that education. So I actually still continued with education, but in a different way, because I 
am here to support that and I value that because it gives my clients and myself some peace of mind. So with the products that we offer, it's protecting your, you know, your family from financial hardship, protecting your home, protecting your property investment, protecting your business that you work so hard to build. These things, you know, you're working, working, you're not worried about or tending to worry every day about the unexpected, the loss that can come and maybe wipe it all. And so this is where my heart comes in to make sure that I give that security. And what I found by doing that is building relationships. You know, I loved working with the community. I love working with families. And this was a way of me being in their home, you know, making them almost family and then I to theirs. So that in itself was very rewarding for me. And I knew that that was what I wanted to continue. So when I branched out, I decided to become my own um, agency owner. I did it through a partnership. And within the agency, he and I created an agency for 16 years. And um, it was a very well-established agency. And I was very proud of it. I felt very accomplished by it. But I knew that my career needed to progress. And so I had to make a decision. And I'm going to throw out a quote and I have it written down because I was like, I have to say this. So it's a Brene Brown quote. Okay. And it's vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up when you can't control the outcome. And I had to show up for myself. I had to show up for myself and I had to remind myself of that. Because it does take a lot of courage, not alone to just start a business on your own or with a partner. That alone is very courageous. But to say, you know, you want more and knowing that what that looks like and not being able to progress as you want to, learning how to say, okay, I have to break that wall and either break it, jump over it, wherever it's going to be, but to get there. And so for me, the insurance journey has been really life-changing, you know, for the unexpected. And that's exactly just kind of full circle right now for me. Like it's insuring yourself for the unexpected. Well, life is unexpected, right? And so um, that's how I'm now a sole proprietor. I broke through that partnership. I, I realized that there was a lot of love within the agency you know, and I led with love and I detached myself emotionally and led professionally. And that was like my breakthrough right there. Wow. There, there, okay. <laughs> Those are a lot of nuggets. Okay, amigas. Oh my goodness. So much. Okay. Let me unpack this. So okay. your quote with Brene Brown, I love Brene Brown. Her data, her research skills are, you know, bar none, top notch. And I love her, her talk on vulnerability. And I love what you're saying about showing up and wanting more. But first, you have to get vulnerable to show up and want more. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? Because it is very challenging, especially when you've been with the same partnership for 16 years to be able to break away. It's kind of like divorce, right? It's not going to be all peachy and green. 
But uh, you at some point was like, okay, I'm willing to take the risk and go out for what I really want. Because, I mean, let's face it, how we were 16 years ago is not who we are today. So true. Right? And your partnership has to ride the tide with you as well. And if it doesn't, it's time to cut it off. So right. why don't, if you can like guide us through that process, because I know you had to really come to self and that must have been really challenging and scary. What did you do to like say, I'm okay with this, Erica, Erica, you're going to be fine. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to try not to get emotional. <laughs> but, it's okay. Um, honestly, um, for me, and I, and I think I've shared with you, with this with you before, is that um, I'm a very spiritual person, mm-hmm. and um, just being guided, and I'm going to say that again, just being guided by the grace of God, by mm-hmm. the universe, just having that spiritual awareness in my life, always yeah. been key to my success, to my my highs, my lows. And so I feel that I had to really, you know, there's been different times in our lives, I'm sure, right? That we've had those aha moments and we're like, yes, and then we're like darkness. And, you know, there, whatever comes with that darkness, depression, anxiety, fear, you know, and it's like, you have to break through that. And it's about managing that because it's a constant that sabotaging, you know, voice, that sabotaging voice. I call it sabotore. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, and it's a sabotaging voice that is... I yeah, think it's important to name it. Yeah. Yeah, call it. because I had to identify it. I had to identify it. So I had to learn to manage those voices that were saying me self-doubt, that fear, and then just bring out that cheerleader. You know, it's like, you got spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just keep pushing. I put stickers, you know. Yeah, I got this. I can do this, you know. Just those little reminders because it's been a journey and it's going to continue to be a journey. That's life. And so I think for me, it was just my spirituality that's really just is, was my center core. And then my family, my friends, my family, my support team. I've had a lot of great people in my life and I'm very thankful for that every day. I'm so grateful that you you said these words because I know there's going to be some amiga out there who can resonate with this and could really identify and and realize that they're not alone. They're not alone. Not if alone. you you know that we as women can empower one another to support one another and when the, there's tough decisions because you had this tough decision to make leave a partnership for over 16 years to start anew and it's not light it's not light you know I always say that for me I had to kill Jacqueline to be Jackie in order for me to really come to self I really had to do that and from what you're telling me, I feel like you had to kill your old self to be who you are today. Is that true? This is true. This is true. It's like you said, you know, it's Erica and now it's Erica Lisette. Yes. <laughs> Erica Lisette Cardenas, that's right. 
That's right. And so, so now that you're, you're in sole proprietorship, I mean, uh, do you, did you have to start from scratch or were you able to sell off your practice in a manner that works for you? Correct. So after being in the, you know, in the business for over forever, <laughs> it within the agency of partnership in 16 years, I didn't want to start from the beginning. I could have, there was plenty of opportunity to start from scratch, you know, grow your own agency. And there was also the opportunity to acquire an agency. And so for me, my previous partner and I had an amicable separation. And so therefore it was a payout, which was, you know, as we had always agreed upon. And so therefore that led me to find another agency that was equivalent or more than what I already had established. And so I did uh, meet an agent that was ready to retire after being with farmers for 48 years. And so I took on his agency and within that, I was able to welcome my own friends and family with the partnership agreement. Nevertheless, those relationships that I built within those 16 years, it's been a process, right? Because it was almost a loss of, of family. But at the same time, it's also a game because I'm, I'm still here and I still support and they're still in good hands. And so it's not like I left them, you know, it's yeah. about evolving and understanding that, that they're okay. I know they're okay because I help set them up. Okay. And that gives me peace of mind. And so now moving forward, I've now established, you know, taking on this new agency and established new uh, relationships. And I have a great agent producer with me. She's amazing. And so I have a good team. And, you know, it's interesting how sometimes you say, oh, visualize what you want, right? At 22 years old, I was telling that agent, I want my own agency. And I remember specifically wanting the, almost the format of what I have now, agents, offices with two offices. It's just kind of like what I visualize. And I didn't realize it until I opened up my door. I had done the new flooring. I painted it just to make it my own. And it just sunk in. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. A little differently. You know, maybe it wasn't all or who, with whom, whatever it may be. But it was my vision. And so that's interesting because life, you know, might give it to you. And it's not exactly how you want to but it, it, it's going to give it to you and you just have to believe in it. Believe in yourself. Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. Believe in yourself and, and be open that it might change, that it might change because we all have, I, there's, there's a running, I mean, it's not a joke, but it's like, um, there's the saying is, yo pongo Dios dispone. Oh, sí. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I yep. put forth and God dictates. And it's like, and what do they say about him laughing, like telling him how it's going to be? And then God laughs at you because it's like, okay, yeah, no. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's like you wanting to be in control and then you realize, you know what? He's got to let go. Let God. Let go go and let God. Yeah. Let go and let God and surrender. A key piece of that is surrender. Like, okay. I did my work and I'm just surrendering into your hands and trusting that everything's going to work out. Right. 
So now you get to redesign this new you. And so what do we get to look forward to from you? This being here present. I always was very outgoing, but I never really put myself out there. Um, Social media, you know, just podcasts. I was always the girl that on a personal level was super, you know, spontaneous. But with business, I just was a little bit more conservative, you know. Um, And I think it was just fear of judgment maybe sometimes. And, you know, some things that I had to break off. And so for me, just more exciting times helping others supporting others along the way this woman empowerment movement I'm all for it I've been attending different events just to do so I hope to continue to grow my agency build you know bring new people within my agency new agents be involved more in the community I think I know that I need to give more in a charitable way and I I really do feel like you may see more of that you will see more of that. <laughs> yes, yes. I get to and you will see. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yes, so yes. I have to. And this is me just putting it out there and um, and just sharing and thinking, you know, I wanted to also just take the opportunity to thank everyone that helped me get to this point, even within the old agency to the new one. Uh, honestly, like I said, I'm very grateful and thankful to everyone that has always shown some love and support, including you, Jackie. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, we love you. You're an amazing woman. And I know that this new endeavor that you're in is going to take off because it'll be you. Like, you know, you were saying that you didn't use Lizette. This may be Lizette coming out. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. she, she might be the one to kind of lead the way. And just recognizing that it's time, it's time for you to peel off the onion and to really show who Erika Lucet Cardenas really is. I'm so excited for you. So how can our friends out there um, find you? Well, you can go to um, my website, eCardenas at FarmersAgent.com. They can contact me over the phone. I can Give my phone number if you like. Currently, my IG is Cardenas underscore insurance. It's still in the process of kicking off. So I will be putting that out there more. But yeah, I'm in Westlake Village. So my new agency is in Westlake Village, California. And my business is more of a um, relationship and service to others. I offer auto, I offer home, I offer business, workers' comp, life insurance. We offer array of different insurance products. And so most importantly, I'm here when it counts, you know, when a claim happens, I'm the type that will be there physically if I, I could be. I will be contacting claim adjusters. I will be I will be there for you. You know, and that's what I what I like thrive in. That's who I am. When it counts, I will be there. Yeah. Oh, I love that. When it counts, I'll be there. I mean, it's a, and not all adjusters or agents are, are created equal. Like it's like they get their, their check and that's it. Bye-bye. Like you forget about the agent. The agent is not nowhere to be found. And so I'm glad that you're saying that you like to serve 
um, others and you, you like to build relationships and continue to be, you know, be a service to your customer. I think that is super important to, to have on your side, to have on your side, someone that you can talk to, not a machine, not a machine, right? Not a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, exactly. No, we're not robots. We're human beings with (laughs) desires and all this uh, wealth of knowledge that we have. Now, I'm excited for what you're creating and that um, we get to meet up and do business. So now that we know that you've been doing um, you in your prior life with the partnership for over 16 years, you're still doing the relationship thing and you're still performing and you're still helping clients. And so as I get through this podcast with you, I always ask my amigas because I think it's super important, you know, if um, my guest can provide a one or two tips on how she can handle her shit. So I know you got them. So let us know. <laughs> well, first is I always, and you know, I've shared this um, in intimate ways because we all get to this place sometimes where the moment you feel you can't get up is when you have to get up. Mm-hmm. And I've thrown that out to people sometimes because I live with it, you know, and it's true. So whenever you feel that you've hit your block is when you need to push yourself more. Like I said, manage those voices, substitute them with positive affirmations And I would say meditate, pray. Always start with those three things you're grateful for. It really, I just won't get out of my bed until I say them or wherever you may have your space of meditation or prayer and just feed yourself with love. And that is, it comes in so many ways. It's not just, you know, it's sure eating healthy, exercising, but it's also just taking a moment to sit and listen to your thoughts. You know, I sometimes say I need to just get away for a night, just be alone and really just center myself because there's just so much noise, you know, and even within your own mind, there's so much noise. And so you really need to really come center and focus. And it's not, it's a daily practice is my point. It's a daily practice. Yes. Love that. I love that. Yes. Meditation, you know, Substitute the negative talk for positive ones. And everything you're saying, feed yourself with love. Incredible. How often do we say bad things about ourselves? Like, you're so fat, you're so ugly, or what are you doing, you stupid? You know, and it's like, you wouldn't say that to a child. Exactly. You wouldn't say that to your friend. No. So you get to love Erica. You get to love Jackie. And so I whenever like something like that comes up, I'm like, you know, don't be hurtful to Jackie. Don't be hurtful. Don't be mean to her because I love her. (laughs) Same thing, (laughs) you know? Yeah. When I start like, oh, my God, I'm gaining weight and I got these, you know, long (laughs) cars. But I have to remind myself, I love my body. I love my body. I love my body. And I'm glad that you I'm glad that you said that feed yourself with love. Super important. Super important. Thank you for that tip. I mean, for all of the tips, because they're amazing and I love them. And I know it's going to resonate with a lot of amigas out there. Super grateful to you, Erica. Super grateful. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here at Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. 
Yes. So let's go handle our shit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.